0: Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and
1: more affordable than you might think.
0: Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level.
2: The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic Ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker.
3: Hey guys, we got the sound going here. Okay, all right. Uh, Sorry about that, folks. A little technical difficulty. I don't know what's going on there. Anyway, (laughs) for whatever reason, the video is not going through, or the the audio is not coming through, so I apologize for that. Boy, that's going to blow my whole time here. Haven't changed anything going on with our setup here. But in any case, Good afternoon, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers who are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed, to the Suns Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio. Not Red State. This is GSEN. <laughs> Got to get used to the afternoon here. Uh, we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at Sunslibertymedia.com, and for Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here this afternoon. Yes, I know if you tuned in for the velvety, sultry voice of Bradley Dean, he is not here. (laughs) I am not him. Uh, he is still feeling a little wear and tear from all of the time uh, at the Minnesota State Fair. So he asked if uh, a little late this morning if I would fill in for him. So that's what I'm trying to do. Yes, let me, let me explain something to the guys in the chat room. Yes, you heard it fine, but we're broadcasting out to GCN N two And for whatever reason, they weren't picking up on the video. And I don't know why that is. All my settings are the same way I do for GCN. So... I don't know what the issue is there. I really don't. Maybe next time I'll test a video before, but I've always tried to test it with them, and it seemed like it was fine uh, the last two times when we got the Comrex stuck in here. But it los- it les- as long as you can hear me, we're good to go. So with that said, um, if you want to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. If you're listening by way of GCN and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show that's right you can see the faces made for radio slide down over to com on the right side of the page and we are streaming live there uh, the numbers do not reflect what we have in the chat that's for sure and we're also on com. top of the page there we're on rumble at sons of liberty radio live on rumble so make sure when you do a search change it from videos to channel search sons of liberty radio live on rumble we're on dlive.tv at the sons of liberty and also on cutting edge tv on Roku, and one more, Twitch at News Tycoon, out there. So we're we're putting it out on a lot of different platforms, and glad that you guys have joined us. But if you're watching my way of GCN, you want to watch the video portion, jump over there, com, right side of the page. If you missed Kate this morning, boy, she was on fire, uh, tossing out the scriptures, speaking about uh, things that we can do to take care of our bodies, uh, fight off bacteria, bad bacteria and certain illnesses that we have. And uh, that's right below where we're streaming live, right now on com. If you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, please do so. Uh, we don't rent your email, sell it, or spam it to anybody. You get one email from us a day, and that's it, okay? If you would like to help us in what we're doing, if you'd like to be a part of that, we never ask you for money. We just tell you the needs, because everybody's got them. And usually those needs cost money. So if you'd like to help us in that, there's a donate button at the top of SonsLibertyMedia.com. Of Make a one-time donation or become a monthly partner with us as a son or daughter of Liberty. That link is also at the top of the page. And then our store is available, too. We've got lots of products in there. This week, we're highlighting the You Can Run Winter Cap. It's normally $10. But through Midnight Tonight, if you get them in the checkout by Midnight Tonight... You can get 20% off by using the promo code FALL20, F-A-L-L, the number 20, all one word, FALL20, and you get 20% off the winner caps there. Now, the phone lines are open today. If you want to uh, call in, we'd love to have you chime in on the subject matter that we're talking about here. And that particular subject matter is we're engaged in a major PSYOP because we didn't deliver just justice because of the last one. And I'm talking about the one that everybody's remembering today, 9-11-2001. We didn't bring justice on anybody there. We haven't brought justice on any of those who were pushing Americans into unconstitutional foreign wars. We aren't bringing justice to the current administration. We didn't bring it to the last administration or the administration before that or the administration that oversaw 9-11. We haven't brought justice. And so they're going to continue to give us more. You know, the old saying, please, sir, may I have another. That's what the American people have been doing. Because we don't bring justice. So with that said, I had a lot of videos teed up. But since GCN can't pick up the audio, that's not going to do any good. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to archive the show later on uh, this evening after the show is over at sonsoflibertymedia.com. I'll throw in all these videos that I've got set here. Okay. The one I really wanted to do when I had that opportunity this afternoon was the Joe Biden speech the other night for mandating vaccines. But I'm gonna cover it anyway, okay? But we've got some news out here today and let me find which one I've got. I've got so many tabs here. Matter of fact, let's let's hold let's let's hold that for a second. Managorist had brought to our attention, again, this is today, a government special ops demo expert has confessed to planting explosives in the World Trade Centers before 9-11. Now, it's up to you whether you believe this guy or not, but let me, let me just put out what I see right on the surface. This guy by the name of Manuel Garcia, Jr., says he was tasked by a team created by Dick Cheney to help carry out a false flag attack on the World Trade Centers, otherwise known as 9-11, in order to, quote, reshape the world order to secure another century of U.S. control, end quote. Now, he's basically said he's come down with a terminal illness, he's been keeping this close to the chest, and he wants to let it out. Now, could this be some guy looking for attention? Sure. Sure. Could it be some guy just making up something to get hits on the site? Sure. Sure. The obvious question then, this guy just confessed to being engaged in mass murder. So whatever you think about him, he just confessed to that, right? Why are we not seeing Mr. Garcia arrested and some justice brought upon his head? Just something to think about during the break. If you'd like to call in 1-866-582-9933, one 866 Five eight two nine nine three three Sons of Liberty Radio dot com, dot com. Be right back.
1: Hello, friends. This is Bradley Dean here at the sons of liberty radio.com, here to introduce you to our new friends at Herbonomic. Have you been searching for all natural health products you can depend upon? Herbanomic special menu has all natural health products that you can trust. Our friends at Herbonomic have done their research and to ensure that they only source the highest quality products that they serve to their customer base.
2: Visit us at H E R B A N O M I C.com. As you listen to the show today, you're probably thinking, how can I be a part of changing culture and restoring this country for our posterity? Well, we at the Sons of Liberty have an answer for you. Pick up the phone and call radio stations in your hometown. Tell them you want to hear the Sons of Liberty on your AM and FM stations. Help us multiply the message that we deliver to the nation every day. And equip your community with the truth that is protecting our liberty for generations to come. Remember, we can do this together.
4: Bradley Dean and the Sons of Liberty are fighting the good fight of faith to make sure that freedom is preserved for our posterity for generations to come. Through our radio program, SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and our media website, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, we are reaching the masses both nationally and internationally with the message of the gospel and the truth of our biblical and constitutional heritage. At SonsOfLibertyRadio.com, you will find out how to book Bradley Dean to speak at an event near you, how you can support us in reaching America with this uncompromising message, and how to Become a son or daughter of liberty, where you can financially support the work of the Sons of Liberty on a monthly basis, and join with us in this fight to restore our nation. Check out SonsOfLibertyMedia.com as well, which has all the important news and information going on in the world today. There you will find the black and white truth without all the lies you'll see in the mainstream media. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and SonsOfLibertyMedia.com: informative, easy to use, and a little fun too. Two sites that will change your life. Visit them today.
5: Your life
0: with Extendivite really works. Here are some reviews from Amazon.com. John Hess, five out of five stars. Awesome. Probably my only review, but at age forty, I was getting bad heart drop and left arm pain mainly before bed. I even stopped smoking and drinking sodas for a month, and that didn't work. After one day of taking Extendivite, it was gone, and hasn't returned in three years. I've ordered Extendivite 13 times, so Amazon just said. Juliet Hordick. I've ordered this product before in liquid form. It is fantastic. My whole family's been on it. To order, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit our website at heartdrop.com. Extend your life with
5: Extendivite.
3: Welcome back to the Sons of Liberty, one 866 582 if you want to call in. And yes, I did cut the sound off uh, me and um, the board guy down there at GC, and we're having a conversation, and I know you guys don't like to hear those things, so <laughs> I just muted it there on the video platform for you guys. Now, <clears throat> before the break, I was telling you about this guy, uh, again, you can read this at mediacom just published today from Matt Agrest, Manuel Garcia, Jr., um, he has a physics PhD from an Ivy League university. At least that's what he claims in his confession. And his career began with the government working on a top secret program called the Orbiting Space Laser Weapons Platform, or Oswap. I guess this is, <laughs> you gotta throw a W in there somewhere, uh project. According to Garcia, this program made the government's work at HARP look like child's play. And if you've seen what HARP is involved in, That is just some really bizarre stuff. It's just some really bizarre stuff that they're doing there. Um, After his work was done to allegedly construct a space laser weapons platform, he was approached by a former security guard he referred to as, quote-unquote, Keith, who was working under Dick Cheney's direction to carry out a false flag attack on the Twin Towers and Tower 7. In his confession, Garcia explains, Deep State rules. Keith, had been or had been tasked to bring me a very tasty offer for getting back into the deep state, fast-action, high-tech world I had been so enthralled by. The project was being run by Dick Cheney, and its purpose was to reshape the world order to secure another century of U.S. control. How could I say no? Plus, the pay was astronomical, and thanks to the U.S. taxpayers. Well, isn't that nice to know he just said, well, I'll just take, I'll take advantage of my fellow Americans. So he's got that on the plate, too. And that is how I was recruited in the most complex U.S. false flag operation in history. The secret controlled demolition of the World Trade Center cover for launching the global war on terror, which is really the war, the war for complete national control and world dominion. Though, of course, they never call it that or let any of that phraseology appear in any written memo or any electronic file. Those of us who already had long histories of working deeply in dark government programs all knew the drill about security. And there's more. There's lots of, there's lots more here. Um, I don't know that I'm going to be able to get into all of that. But isn't that interesting? There are people that use I'm surprised the guy's still alive if he was actually involved in this. If this is true, I'm surprised he's still alive. I always thought they killed off people like this who were involved in that. And maybe that's what they're doing with his terminal illness. Who knows? But the fact of the matter is this guy is confessing to being involved in planting explosives in these buildings. That's what he said. I didn't say it. I didn't make it up for him. This is what he said. So the obvious question for the FBI, who I know are listening, why aren't you guys going and arresting Mr. Garcia here? Huh? Oh, that's right. You guys give the green lights for all kinds of false flags, don't you? Like Garland, Texas. You gave the green light for that. You pretty much gave the green light for the guy to go cut Pamela's, Pamela Geller's head off, right? You guys were the one who couldn't get your act together uh, when it came to 9-11, apparently. It's, it's interesting how that works, isn't it? In any case, just last week, we had this report, and this is kind of interesting, when it ties to Mr. Garcia's claim that he planted explosives within the WTC. A family of a British man killed on 9-11 has presented the government with 3,000 pages of evidence, quote, towers blown up from the inside, end quote. And again, this is from Matt Agris. And there is one family, the Campbell family, and he writes about them here in this article. Since that fateful day, thousands of well-meaning people have worked tirelessly to uncover the details behind the elements of 9-11, which set off decades of horrific wars and killed thousands of people. Many of those working on finding this information are not even from America. Few people realize that 67 citizens of the United Kingdom perished in the fiery inferno on that foreboding day, one of whom was Jeff Campbell. Jeff Campbell. For the last several years, Campbell's family has been working to expose evidence which they say shows the towers were blown up from the inside. His family, supported by a team of scientists who have been studying the collapse of the buildings, claimed the towers were laced with explosives, which is what brought them down, not the airplanes. And, you know, I, I ran across some video today from reports that were going on then and people were going, what planes? Now, this messes with me because I've seen video, probably like many of you have, of people on the ground who were videoing up a, a, you know, at the building and you see a plane go into it. Was that manufactured? Was that... I don't know. Kate and I were discussing that this morning. How do you know what's real if you're not there? All we can do is base whatever our comments or however we're dealing with on what evidence we have. It's funny you should mention the Israelis. Um, somebody in the chat mentioned it. It's, it's very interesting you should mention that because we never got to the bottom of the dancing Israelis. And uh, yes, we've covered that as well. Uh, several stories on that at sonslibertymedia.com. There's audio, radio transmissions of the arrests. Two different arrests, in fact. Uh, we know who they are. These are the men. We know they were released and they were sent back to Israel. Some believe they were part of Mossad. This was the van. And you can see sort of what's painted on the side. The uh, Twin Towers with the plane flying into it. This also contains a lot of the documents that our own government released about these men. We know that that was tied back into the anthrax scare at the time. I had the two gentlemen um, come on and speak about that as well. I mean, and I know what some people are doing. There, some people are just pushing some of this out and saying, you're just a conspiracy. Theorist. Let, me, let me lay this out real quick, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring in some scripture to help lay a foundation here for that. Conspiracy theorists. Let's take two things here. Conspiracy, what does that mean? It means two or three people get together to for a common end. Usually, it's put in the context of something evil. You can conspire to do something good, there's no doubt about that, but it takes at least two people to do it, right? Can't be more people, but at least two people. What is a theorist? Well, a theorist is a person who takes, they can be in science, they can be in uh, investigative work, police investigative work, or whatever the case may be. And they go in and they find evidence, and they bring that evidence together, and they begin to form a theory of how, let's take a, let's take a police investigator, of how a crime occurred. Okay, So they may find a knife somewhere or a gun somewhere. They may find a bullet wound. Uh, you've seen some of these forensic things, which are fascinating. Some of them are very gross to me, but they're very fascinating. Uh, they can determine how long the body's been dead, almost down to the hour or the minute that they died, uh, due to all kinds of things that happen as a body decomposes and things of this nature. And so they begin to pull all of this information together, and what are they doing? They're trying to discover how the person died, what caused it, was there a person behind it, or were there persons behind it? So in many cases, if somebody, if if a policeman or a detective suspects foul play, he'll start in and say, okay, we, we know a crime's been committed here. Now we need to find the killer. And so as they go about, now they start finding maybe different kind of DNA matches. Maybe there's different fabric or different hair strands or any of this stuff. So now they're not just looking for one killer, they're looking for at least two people that are involved, right? What does that bring what does that make the policemen who come to that conclusion before they get anybody? It makes them a conspiracy theorist. You got that? Why? Because they're theorizing that at least two people were involved in that. So this is not a bad term, but it was coined by the CIA to shut people up about the JFK assassination. That's what it was. So when we when we look at this, just because somebody says conspiracy theorists, we engage in that all the time in the United States of America. In fact, it's engaged in all the time around the world. Genuine conspiracy theories to try to bring criminals to justice. This is not far-fetched either. We look to Scripture and we can find in Genesis uh, chapter 37... We read about a, a guy named Joseph. You guys remember him? They had uh, the brothers, and they were jealous of him because his father loved him, gave him a coat of many colors. And the Bible tells us in Genesis 37, and when his brothers saw that their father loved him, that was Joseph, more than all his brothers, they hated him and could not speak peace, peaceably to him. And they hated him still more for his dreams and for his words. Why? Because he says, you know, I had this dream, and in that dream... There's all these bales of wheat and all you and this represents Mom and dad and the, and the brothers and all this, and you're gonna come bow down to me. And they really didn't like that. And so what did the brothers do? They conspired against Joseph. Verses eighteen in thirty-seven, uh, in chapter thirty-seven. And when they saw him afar off, even before he came near, they conspired against him to kill him. And they said to one another, "Behold, this dreamer comes; therefore, come now and let us kill him." It's real, folks. It's always been real. Radio dot com, SonsOfLibertyMedia dot com. Call in one eight six six five eight two nine nine three three. Love to hear from you. Hang on with us through the break.
6: We've entered a time where sky truly is the limit and opportunity awaits. The Internet has become a platform of everyone's worldwide communications. Billionaires building businesses on platforms that didn't even exist a generation ago. But in the sea of noise, how can the voice of your business be heard? The secret is over a 100 years old. Radio. 228% more effective than TV. That's 228% more effective than television. Brick and mortar and cyber businesses alike have found radio to be the most effective for building a brand and delivering customers. Learn the secrets of radio advertising by calling 877-996-4327 or email advertise at GCNlive.com. That's advertise at GCNlive.com.
5: Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today.
7: USA Radio News. I'm Brad Bernards. President Joe Biden and First Lady Joe Biden today joined a commemoration of the 9-11 terrorist attacks at Ground Zero in lower Manhattan. Former Presidents Barack Obama and Bill Clinton and former First Ladies Michelle Obama and Hillary Clinton were also at the ceremony and former New York City Mayor Rudy Giuliani. Fox News national security correspondent Jennifer Griffin gives her thoughts following the Pentagon memorial service.
8: Listening to General Keene, I have to agree with him that there is no person who works in the building behind me, who, who is part of our, uh, our the U.S. military, who believes that the war against terrorism is over. You heard General Milley uh, speak about the radical ideologies, the hateful ideologies that led to the 9-11 attacks.
7: This is U.S. Radio News. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson said the 9 11 terrorists failed to shake our belief in freedom and democracy. On a crystal clear morning, terrorists attacked the United States with the simple goal of killing or maiming as many human beings
1: as possible. And by inflicting such bloodshed in the world's greatest democracy, they tried to destroy the faith of free peoples
7: everywhere in the open societies which terrorists despise and which we cherish. As America marks the anniversary of the 9-11 terror attacks 20 years ago, more terror is likely to come out of Afghanistan. Following President Biden's actions, there are obvious concerns history will repeat itself. A report from the American Center for Law and Justice confirms that Mark Milley, Biden's Joint Chiefs Chairman, has acknowledged those concerns.
8: Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD.
3: Welcome out of the Sons of Liberty, 1-866-582-9933, 1-866-582-9933 if you want to give us a call. And uh, on the line, we've got Diana calling out of Illinois. Hey, Diana, how are you? Hey, wonderful, Tim. Um,
5: hey, uh, we were talking about uh, conspiracy in the Bible. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the word in all of its form between conspiracy, conspired, and conspirators is actually listed in the Ken- King James Bible like 30 times. Right. And cons- conspired, con, meaning with, and Fire spire, spira, like breath, with breath, mm-hmm. and they even conspired against Jesus. So,
2: yep, they sure did.
5: Uh, they conspired to kill Paul in Acts twenty-three. So mm-hmm. um, I consider—I don't consider myself a conspiracy theorist. I'm an accurate observer of reality. Yep. And as much as people want to. Denounce any uh, discussion about uh, what continues to happen in the world today, and you're sort of brushed off as being a one of those Bible thumpers or conspiracy theorists. Uh, it just empowers me that much more because the people are just ignorant, and meaning they ignore the facts. Which, if given the opportunity, they have a chance to expand their knowledge. But then there are some that are just plain stupid, and you just can't help stupid.
3: Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah, and and the idea of stupid is people are dull in their senses. They, they can't uh, take in what's going on because it shatters their worldview. By the way, we've got a guy in chat. Nobody's denying that... Uh, uh, the The religion of Islam, of what it is, Scott. By the way, I, d- I just want to say that nobody's denying that. But what we're denying is what we were fed by the Mockingbird corporate-owned media. Just want to throw that out there, Diana. I'm going to hit on some more conspiracies here in the scripture as well. Uh, is there something else you want to add there?
5: No, I think that's all. I just okay. I told the guys at GCN your volume is very low compared to the rest of the program
3: so okay all right i don't know I'm it's get
5: that settled okay my,
3: my volume at meter is peaking out so i trust that they they take care of all that thank you diana for the call okay. we appreciate thank you very much thank you uh-huh. okay bye-bye all right bye all right there goes diana and if you want to call in one eight six six five eight two nine nine three three. 582 9933 hey if you want to call in and you disagree or any of that happy to have your call really i mean that um Let's go back to to some of these conspiracies that we see in Scripture, and then we'll bring bring back and give you a little bit more information on this. Samson. Now, we had Diana bring in, obviously, Christ. We read that in Psalm 2, and that's quoted over and over, by the way, in the New Testament as being fulfilled in Christ, being fulfilled by the Pharisees, the religious leaders of the day. In fact, if you didn't hear, uh, what show was that that we did, the uh, Matthew 24 stuff on yesterday's show, in the morning? If you didn't hear that, The Last Day's Madness... We're dealing with the fact that this is what Jesus is calling out. He's calling out their hypocrisies and the kings and the rulers of the world. What's referenced there are the Jewish leaders and the Roman leaders, the the Roman leaders of the world. And they were conspiring against or with each other to put the Son of God to death, to break his bonds, to break away from his law. Okay? So we see that in each of the examples that uh, Diana mentioned. Now, Samson. What about Samson? Samson was a guy. By the way, guys, he had long hair. Mm-hmm. Um, he also took the Nazarite vow. His parents did it for him early on. There's no question that they gave him to the Lord in that manner. And so he, that was one of the requirements was don't cut your hair. And what do we find out about Samson? Well, he got his strength from his hair, didn't he? By keeping his allegiance to God. And we see that he began to falter, though, away from God. He was eating honey out of a dead body. wasn't supposed to touch a dead body, that of a lion. He started messing around with a chick who was with the Philistines named Delilah. He was weak for her. And the Bible tells us that the Philistines were trying to get him any way they could. Delilah, they met with her, and here's what they said in Judges chapter 16, verse 5 Lure him and see where his great strength lies, and by what means we may prevail against him, so that we may tie him to afflict him, and each one of us will give you 1100 pieces of silver. And it worked to the point where she got him asleep in her lap, and they shaved his head. And they bound him, they plucked out his eyes, and they made him like a common mule in the meal. And later on, we find out that his hair began to grow back, and he was repentant toward God, and he wanted to destroy the enemies of God, and he asked God for strength one last time, and he brought the Philistines' temple down on their wicked heads. There's something to be said for that, bringing their corrupt temple down on their wicked heads. That's what needs to happen here in the United States. There needs to be a bringing down of the corrupt temple on the wicked heads of those who are committing crimes against us. What about Jeremiah? Well, Jeremiah was a rebuker of the sins of Judah, was he not? He was called the weeping prophet. He he didn't just call it out. He wept over their sins and their unrepentance. And his message angered the people of Anathoth in his hometown that they had conspired to murder him if he didn't shut his mouth. Jeremiah 11, 19 says, and also verse 21, But I was like a docile lamb, lamb being brought to the slaughter, and I did not know that they, the men of Anathoth, had de- plotted devised plots against me, saying, Let us destroy the tree with its fruit, and let us cut him off from the land of the living, so that his name may be remembered no more. These people were so angry that Jeremiah would have the audacity to point out their sin and their covenant breaking before God. He wasn't the only one. Ezekiel had it too. Ezekiel 20, 20, 22 25 says, There's a conspiracy for prophets in her midst. He's talking about Israel. Like a roaring lion tearing the prey, they have devoured souls, they have taken the treasure and precious things, and they have made widows in her midst. I'm up as far as I can go, guys. <laughs> I don't know why it's not coming through loud enough. Lift up the mic just a little bit. We have Haman. We spoke about Haman the other week. What was he there to do? He was after the people of God as well. He wanted to have them all killed. Remember, Mordecai wouldn't bow down to him. He wouldn't give him that honor, if you will. And so Mordecai set in place and tricked the king into signing a document that would have all the Jews who were the people of God executed on a certain day. And what had to happen there? Well, we know the story. We go to Exodus chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. And when Haman saw that Mordecai did not kneel down nor pay honor to him, Haman was full of wrath, but it seemed contemptible to lay hands only on Mordecai, for they had revealed to him the people of Mordecai, so Haman sought to destroy all the Jews throughout the whole kingdom. And who was among those Jews? It wasn't just Mordecai there was Queen Esther, the king's wife. And uh, I guess old Haman didn't figure that in. He went ahead and had a gallows built. And what do we find out? Esther prayed with the people of God, with her uncle and with her maids. They fasted. She went before the king who could have had her put to death for coming in his presence without being summoned. Got him and Haman together couple of banquets, and then she unleashed on Haman. And what did she do? Well, she told him, she said, Hey, this guy is out to kill your queen and her people. This guy right here. The king went out, and Haman threw himself on Esther, and when the king came back in, he thought that he was trying to assault her, took him out, took his family out, they got a neck stretch. Okay? They got hung on their own gallows that they built for the Jews. See, this is what it talks about when you pray imprecatory prayers against your enemies. Lord, do to them what they would do to us, your people. Fight on our behalf. Let them be caught in their own nets. Let them fall into the ditch that they have dug for me. Imprecatory prayers are not sinful, <laughs> they're not. They're very much biblical, and they're going against the consp- the conspirers. Let me give you another one here. Um, this is Jehoiada, the high priest, faithfully served God during the reign of Judah's evil queen, Queen Athaliah, and her second uh, her her king Joash. And we read in Second Chronicles 24-21 that there, Zechariah, Jehoiada's son, then inspired to proclaim that the people's forsaking of the Lord and His commandments caused God to reject them. Their anger at such a message that He brought led them to plot against Zechariah. Remember, we talked about this on Thursday morning when we got into Matthew 23, and Jesus basically set the bookends of the Old Testament. He talked about the blood the blood is coming on all of you who reject me and who've rejected the prophets and who rejected the God who sent the prophets from the blood of Abel to the blood of Zechariah. And in 2nd Chronicles 24:21 he says, "And they conspired against him and stoned him with stones at the command of the king who was Joash, in the court of the house of the Lord." Guys, this is not anything new. There was a conspiracy. And you can bet your bottom dollar there's a conspiracy in 9-11 just as much as there's a conspiracy in this COVID nonsense that we're dealing with now. Hang on. we got one more break in the first hour here, and then we got hour two coming up. 1-866-582-9933. dot com. Hang on.
2: At the Sons of Liberty, we are in the trenches every day doing what it takes to protect our liberty. If you are already supporting our work as a son or daughter of liberty, we cannot say thank you enough. All we do is made possible by the generosity of faithful supporters like you. Together, we are having a positive impact on the future of this country we all love so much. If you have not yet partnered with us financially, we ask you today to consider becoming a son or daughter of liberty. Call 1-866-233-0747. That's 1-866-233-0747. Or online at sonsoflibertyradio.com. Be a part of the team that brings responses like this.
6: Hi, this is Ted Anderson with Genesis, and I want to thank you for listening to the Sons of Liberty show and helping them spread their message of liberty and Christian values.
2: Become a son or daughter of liberty at sonsoflibertyradio.com.
10: Yes, the pandemic is coming to an end. Restrictions are coming to an end, but body aches and pains never seem to end. That's why you need to click sunny-bay.com for the best sleep you can get. Sunny Bay's legendary products can help, like our lavender stress-reducing products, locally sourced and handmade in the USA, or try Sunny Bay's award-winning pillows for traveling or extra neck support while sleeping. No need for pills or expensive chiropractic visits. Our neck support pillows are that good. Sunny Bay is a homegrown, small business, but our products are designed and rigorously tested based on your demand and feedback, and they make great gifts for mom, dad, or anyone. Find Sunny Bay products on Amazon, Walmart, Etsy, or at sunny-bay.com. And right now, get free heat patches and a belt with any purchase. So remember, Sunny Bay heating pads, neck pillows, and stress-relieving hot or cold wraps as restrictions come to an end and you get back to work. Do it the healthy way with Sunny Bay.
3: All right, welcome back to the Sons of Liberty. One eight six six five eight two nine nine three three. And for whatever reason, just having the music come up there. Um, hope everybody's hearing me okay there. All right, um, here we are. Final segment here, first hour. And again, if you want to call in, one eight six six five eight two nine nine three three. The phone lines are open. You know, there's making mention of some things in here uh, with regards to planes and stuff. You know, a lot of stuff was going on there at the time. More than $2 trillion was missing the day before. I think it was Donald Rumsfeld, who's now where he belongs. He's receiving his just reward. uh, Said, you know, we're going to get to the bottom of this. And then the next day, what, what happened? What part of the Pentagon was hit? All the part with all the documentation about that over $2 trillion that went missing. It's never been accounted for and was forgotten because of it. Yeah, somebody's got something to gain in all of this. I mean, what is the likelihood that that part of that building would be hit? And yes, I tend to agree. I think think it was a missile. That's me. That's That's my thought. With as many video cameras that were around that area of the Pentagon that were confiscated by members of our government and not shown to the people, we got still frames. Put together, none of it looks like a plane to me. In any case, somebody made mention were the buildings. Maybe they were talking about some of the other buildings these guys put explosives. Let's look at this guy's testimony real quick, because we're going to probably switch topics here in the second hour. This is again from Matt Agarist on this guy who claims he was the demo uh, special ops demo expert who planted explosives in the WTCs before 9-11. Matt writes, the event and operation was referred to as GWOT 9-11, and those participating in it thought they were serving the best interests of their country. I don't even know how you can... How do you think that by blowing up buildings that's going to have people in it? That doesn't make sense to me. How do you come to that conclusion? You have to be a twisted individual... To come to that kind of a conclusion. According to Garcia, the false flag attack was supposed to take place on a weekend when the buildings were empty. Still, it's in the middle of downtown New York City. Come on. This isn't like a, you know, slaughterhouse out in rural South Carolina somewhere. (laughs) uh, Anyway. But as the 2,996 victims and their families know, they were far from empty. Thinking they were doing the work of patriots... And again, I don't. Even if you did that on an empty building, what makes you a patriot in doing that? It doesn't make sense. Garcia and his team got to working on planting explosives. This is from what Mr. Garcia said. When it came time to select emplacement teams or ETs, I was selected as the physics lead for Team Six, and I got Keith. As the muscle leader for my team, my small platoon comprised of 20 people. The other 18 were a mix of demolition and placement techs, electronics and circuitry interruption specialists, and security troopers like Keith. This was exciting, adrenaline pumping work. And listen, two weeks staged as HVAC plumbing, elevator, and electrical conduit repairmen. And we do know there were some times that WTC was shut down in the weeks leading up to that for repairs and things. In less than two weeks, they, they had these guys disguising as repairmen, working throughout the Labor Day weekend of 2001. All our teams got the WTC Twin Towers and Building 7 wired for demolition. Okay? Then we were sent home and scattered without knowing the date of execution or even if the operation would actually be carried out. And let me address something that was mentioned in the chat. doesn't matter how much jet fuel you've got in there. That jet fuel has to burn at a certain degree for a certain amount of time to melt the steel. That's just, that's just simple. I can't even understand that from engineers who have to build large buildings. We even had uh, uh, Professor David Clements and his wife on to talk about the one that collapsed in Miami. And we made reference to Building 7 especially. Well, what took that down? Well, it was a controlled demolition just like the other ones were. I'm not saying planes didn't hit. Maybe they did, maybe they didn't. I'm not saying jihadis weren't on board. Maybe they were, maybe they weren't. I can see a conspiracy between them and the government. But the fact of the matter is somebody was conspiring because at the same time that was going on, our military was involved in training exercises that were exactly what was taking place, and that's why many of them were confused. And then we were told after, we could have never known that. And then the document came out that showed us that the Twin Towers had their sight hair, their crosshairs on there. That was part of a training exercise. No, they knew it could happen. And we know a lot of these jihadis had CIA handlers. Who do you think was working with Osama bin Laden in the 80s against the Russians? The CIA. They were working with bin Laden to run the Russians out of Afghanistan. So it's not beyond any measure of or stretch of imagination to think this is going on. But let's move to today. What has happened in the 20 years? One, we obviously didn't defeat the Taliban, did we? Nope, just came right back in like nothing had happened. Gave them a bunch of equipment. I was reading a story the other day, and I meant to pull that up, where it looks like Joe Biden... Is, is going to make out like a fat cat because Afghanistan's supposed to be rich in lithium. He's got investment in lithium batteries, so does China. They're going to be going in there and, and uh, taking hold of some of that because they're working with the Taliban. <laughs> so, I mean, I, and, and why is this going on? Because nobody brought justice the first time around. Nobody brought justice the first time around. And we all know our own government was involved in some way. How do I know that? Because who's the people who've been attacked since September 11, 2001? Yeah, we've got some attacks going on in Afghanistan and Yemen and Iran and all this, other. uh, excuse me, Iraq, all uh, Iran, excuse me, all these other places. But the same people that said, you're with us or you're with the terrorists, what did they become? They became domestic enemies of the people. They became the terrorists. You know, this week, let's move it up a little bit. We had the Patriot Act uh, that was signed on by George Bush. Then we had it reauthorized, not by Barack Hussein Obama, Satoru Sabarka, not by Joe Biden, but by President Donald Trump. That ought to tell you how not American first he is. Just making that. He's just as not America first as the rest of the guys. And all of that was an infringement upon our liberty. There were an attack on our Constitution and the rights that are supposed to be protected under that Constitution. All of that has gone on. And now we're nearly two years, really, when you look at it, because when do we start hearing about coronavirus, COVID, all this stuff? What was the end of 2019? And we were hearing of it coming out of China, right? Remember the doctors allegedly died? I mean, I reported on it, but my goodness, you don't even know what to believe anymore. You can't be there to see him die and test him and check all that. You can't do it. And we've seen that span the earth. Okay? We've seen the tyranny span the earth over what? What's basically the common cold? Okay? Okay? When we had Dr. Andreas Calker on to talk about his studies that he did with chlorine dioxide, one of the things he told us was he said, this isn't a respiratory virus or something like this. This is a blood disorder kind of deal. It's easily solved. Inject the oxygen into the body. Solves the problem pretty quickly without drugs and without any side effects. And they've got the scientific study to prove it. But we're, in both cases, we basically have an, an invisible boogeyman. We can't identify, in 2001, we can't identify who the perpetrator of the crime is. We can't say it's a state. We can say, oh, well, the Taliban was doing this, and Iran was doing this. And we know that Saudi Arabia was involved in some way because a lot of the alleged hijackers came from Saudi Arabia. We know there were people in Florida who were... Tied in with that, and a lot of names and a lot of information was redacted from the 28 pages that were released on the uh, 9-11 Commission report. This is why we're going to have Terry Strada on, because her and her family are really going after that Saudi uh, Saudi Arabia connection, which Donald Trump said he would open up, and he didn't. He shut it down. He stabbed him in the back. And now we've got an invisible boogeyman... That nobody's isolated, nobody's purified, it hasn't been through Cox postulates, and the whole world is running around. And do you know how stupid the two-party system people play this? This is how stupid they are. Well, you know, the coronavirus thing, the COVID stuff, was 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 all an election ploy. It was an election ploy. If it's an election ploy, why is it going on around the world? Huh? It's not an election ploy, it's a control ploy. All right? Coming up on a break here. Hope you'll stay with me. Hour two is coming up. SonsOfLibertyRadio dot com, Sons dot com. If you want to call in, one eight six six five eight two nine nine three three. Love to hear from you. Talk to you in the second hour. Be right back.
10: Anyone can fall victim to moving fraud. Know your rights and responsibilities.
8: There was never really a valid contract.
10: Movers must always give written estimates.
7: I was bound to an estimate, but it was after the fact.
2: Be sure that any document is complete before signing it and that it includes information to determine the final charges.
4: It was a version that I had not seen before.
2: Visit protectyourmove.gov to download a free moving fraud prevention guide. Search for registered movers and view their complaint histories. Move with confidence.
9: Frustrated trying to get business capital? Want to take the slow process and rejection out of the equation? GCNloans.com removes the slow, irritating approval process. Instead, get quick, simple funding. Powered by David Allen Capital, 80% of our pre-qualified clients are approved in days. Pre-qualify at GCNLoans.com and get your money this week. It's
2: that easy. GCNLoans.com. That's GCNLoans.com.
4: This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today.
2: The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for american government and society but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society all program content is based on a christian biblical worldview
3: all right welcome back to hour two here and guys i don't know what's going on with the sound um I'm all the way up like normal, so I don't know what's going on. Guys at GCN, if you can bump me up a little bit on the broadcast, that'd be great, because uh, I think some people are having a little bit of a hard time hearing that. And I don't know why that is. Talking directly into the mic, I'm wide open as much as I can. Uh, so I'm just going to trust that you guys know what you're doing down there, and uh, thank you for helping me out as well. Okay, guys, um, I'm going to change direction here just a little bit, but kind of continue in vain of what we're... Ended with talking there a minute ago. Now, it, yeah, and by the way, if you want to call in this hour, you can call in one 582 9933 If you got something you want to, hey, you want to toss in from the first hour into this hour, that's fine. One of the things that I have seen, though, is that I have seen this surge in this end times mentality stuff, Okay. And what's amazing to me is, is that every time when I hear people do it, they, st- they just sometimes just get weird with it, really weird with it. And a lot of the people who are doing it are doing nothing to bring about justice. They're just angry that it's going on. They're, they're cheering for some whatever their political idol is, blue or red, pick your guy. They're, they're hoping that they're going to do for them what God has given them the duty to do. You know, our friends, the Heikalas, are out in Michigan, and they brought in Matt Mida. We had Matt on with David Zuniga on the Sons of Liberty to talk about tactical civics and how the people can do what they're wanting to do about bringing justice, restoring liberty in their own counties themselves. They have the plan to do it. It's laid all out there. They've given you the tools to do it. And the Heikers are saying, hey, we're going to go do it. And they're bringing people in to hear what it's all about so that they'll do it in their community with them. And we're doing the same thing here in South Carolina. But when we give people the answers, oftentimes many people say, Okay, that sounds great, and then they never follow through with it. They never do anything with it. It's like a person that goes to school for however many years, 12 years. Maybe they go to university, and they get a a sheepskin from that, and then what do they do? They go bust tables somewhere. What good was the learning? What good was the education if you're going to throw it away? And go bust tables. Well, that doesn't make any sense. But people are happy to complain. Men naturally, by nature, complain. And we see what happens in Scripture when the people complained against God. He had just delivered them from their slavery, destroyed their enemies before them, <laughs> took care of them through the desert, fed them every morning. And they still complain Oh, that we were in Egypt eating them onions, man. Could we just go back to Egypt? Men don't learn. They just don't. They're almost like dumb beasts, but they're not dumb beasts. They're made in the image of God. And that makes them worse than dumb beasts when they behave like that. So with that said, there's been some things that's come out. Now, I'm not going to be able to play the videos. There's going to be some videos I'm going to throw in the archive later today that I'm I'm obviously not going to get to play here and I'm not going to really get to show you. But I am going to let you in on something here. First of all, we had Joe Biden the other night. And again, this is talking about the PSYOP we're in right now. This is a PSYOP. This is not a health threat. They are blowing it up as a health threat. But this guy, China Joe, was out talking about mandating vaccines and being a fascist and working with businesses and corporations to mandate that they... Mandate you get a vaccine. And then he sounds just like Red Bill up there in New York City, and he says, "Our pa- we've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin. Well, i got a news for you, Joey. The American people's patience with you isn't thin. It's gone. We have no patience for you. You're a liar. You're a pedophile. You're a criminal. You're a traitor against your own country and against your own people. And what our forefathers would have done with a person like you Committing treason the way you're done, you're you've done. Had one of them been Donald Trump, you would not be talking to us today. In fact, you wouldn't be breathing. They would have already buried you long ago. But the American people are appeased because one politician tells a better mo- your mama joke than the other one, and they applaud it and they say, "Yeah, you tell them, you grill them, you rip them, you blast them," but they never bring justice ever, ever bring justice. And that's the one thing that's always left off. Doesn't matter if it's a Democrat rightly calling out a Republican or a Republican rightly calling out a Democrat, they never bring justice. And the people are happy that way. We're entertained. That's our WWE match. We got Cody calling in from Illinois. Cody, welcome to the Sons of Liberty, man.
11: Yeah, uh, good afternoon there, uh, Tim. And I think it's the second time I've only talked to you. Uh, yeah, good to have most you. I o- <laughs> missed most of the first hour, but you know, uh, I was thinking of what Bradley says all the time, you know, you are the worst of men, and kind of playing in my mind, talking all these different, you know, people that aren't standing up like they need to stand up, like the local school, you know, going from no masks in this small town to being uh, manipulated by, you know, Pritzker to, uh, you know, withholding money and all that. But, you know, we're taxed locally for the schools, but yet they're going to withhold the money some way. How? And mm-hmm. force these kids to be abused wearing masks. But... You know, I I someday just consider you know maybe I should go and switch to be a Muslim. I mean, at least at least they fight for. Uh, you know, there was a story you guys you know talked about, I think in the UK or something, where as soon as they were starting to do LGBT yep. stuff, it was the Muslims that that put it down. Oh yeah, you know, and and you know, I'm ashamed of most of these Christians how passive they are. I, I don't know, they'll go fight a foreign war, but you know something's got to got to happen here. I don't know. Uh, I would encourage you to have Joel Scalzen on. He was—he uh, has rewritten the Constitution in tight legal language, and then he's got some other ideas on compacts. Have you ever had him on? Or
3: I—I've reached out to him. I haven't heard anything back. There are certain people I don't know if my email gets censored and sent to spam, or whether or not uh, you know they just don't want to talk to me. I don't know, but I—but I have reached uh- out to him.
11: The propertarian uh, group has a show called they call it The Good Dudes, kind of a weird name, but The Good Dude Show on YouTube, and then you type uh, Skousen or Joel Skousen and him, and you'll find it, and he did uh, two different episodes with them. Number two is really good. I would encourage you to check it out. i will give us some ideas on how to, you know, adjust our our rights under these constitutions or compacts, and uh, so anyway, well, thank you, Tim. I didn't have too much more. I just i missed the first hour there. Keep up the good work, and... Uh, you know, like for, I guess in Illinois, you know, Illinois is a big, long state. Big top to bottom is, is a real long state. There's plenty of room to make two states out of it. I think that's what we need to do. I don't know if we can make it happen, but it's,
3: Yeah. You know. Well, thank you for calling in, Cody. Anyway, I got I to gotta go. The break's coming up. We appreciate your call. There goes Cody. If you want to call in, 1-866-582-9933, SonsOfLibertyRadio.com, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Hang on through this break, and we'll be right back.
4: William Booth who founded the Salvation Army that said, I consider that the chief dangers which confront the coming century will be religion without the Holy Ghost, Christianity without Christ, forgiveness without repentance, salvation without generation, politics without God, and heaven without hell. It was also the same William Booth who said if you want to change the future then you're going to have to trouble the present. Well, we here at the Sons of Liberty have always been a troubler of the present to preserve our future for generations to come. And you can be a part of it too. Go to com and click on the Spread the Word button where you can join us in taking part in winning this nation for Christ by becoming a son or daughter of liberty. You can also make a one-time donation as well by clicking the Donate Securely button on our landing page. We cannot do this apart from you. We are all together in this fight to win America back under Christ and restore us back to the foundations that made us great. Go to com today.
2: As you listen to the show today, you're probably thinking, how can I be a part of changing culture and restoring this country for our posterity? Well, we at the Sons of Liberty have an answer for you. Pick up the phone and call radio stations in your hometown. Tell them you want to hear the Sons of Liberty on your AM and FM stations. Help us multiply the message that we deliver to the nation every day. And equip your community with the truth that is protecting our liberty for generations to come. Remember, we can do this together. Ready to set brush fires of freedom in the minds of men? Well, start your engines with some high-octane truth-telling on the Sons of Liberty morning show. We'll bring you news and commentary from a Christian worldview using the Bible and the Constitution. Not to see who's on the right or on the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. Get on the inside track every weekday at 6 a.m. Eastern and Saturdays at 8 a.m. Eastern on sonsoflibertymedia.com.
0: For over 20 years, Extendivite has been helping people. Here is a testimonial from Amazon.com. Glad I found this product. I am 51 years old and started getting headaches a couple of times a week. I went to the doctor and my blood pressure was a little high at around 150 over 95. I found out about Extendivite and I ordered some to try it. Immediately, I felt better and it lowered my blood pressure and my headaches went away almost instant. I have been taking it now for about four months, and I am so glad I found this product. You won't be disappointed. Extendivite is only $69.95 for a two-month supply. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. That's H-E-A-R-T-D-R-O-P dot com. Extend your life with
5: Extendivite.
3: Welcome back to the Sons of Liberty. By the way, we're going to have some guests coming on next week. Um, a gentleman who is a doctor from the Henry Ford Health uh, area, and um, he's going to be give, he's going to be blowing the whistle on some information on vaccine mandates. We're going to be talking with Dr. Christina Parks. Uh, she gave a Senate committee. A testimony for a bill and uh, she's been warning those in the uh, black community that they've been lied to about the danger of these shots and uh, good for her for doing that and then the mom i mentioned this morning uh, who her and her husband decided they didn't want their kids vac- vaccinated they they're um, they're divorced and uh, his living girlfriend decided to take her daughter and get her a shot and the pharmacy did it <laughs> she had no legal guardianship or anything And uh, went and did it So we're going to be talking We've got some of those things lined up for the morning show Next week, that's at 6am on Red State Talk Radio Let me pick up here And again, if you want to call in 1-866-582-9933 A lot of people have things to say on nine eleven. What they think happened and you know Something that you want to interject Maybe there's scripture you want to interject to this That's fine, we'd love to hear from you 1-866-582-9933 Now I made mention that, that Joe Biden got on television and told the American people. You know, the vast majority that have not taken the shot, that he keeps telling us, he pulls numbers out, by the way, and I want to have this video up. You can hear in the first part, he says 175 million, and then after that, he says, well, over 200 million have got the shot. It's just, he doesn't know what he's talking about, and neither does, do any of these other people when they start spouting these numbers. They just don't know. But he said, our patience is wearing thin. And I believe America's message to Joe Biden is, we don't have any patience for you. It's not thin. It's gone. We, we didn't have any for you when you went into office because you're there illegitimately. But do any of you remember when China Joe said he would not mandate COVID, quote unquote, vaccines? Yep, I got that video too. Gonna have that in the archives. He said that when he, what, Before he came into office, I'm not going to mandate, I wouldn't mandate them. He also said he wouldn't mandate masks. And what did he do the first day he was in office? He mandated masks, and then he went out to the Lincoln Memorial, and what did he do? Took his mask off. I was playing the video this morning where the guy from Fox News, what's this guy's name? Ducey, I think is his name. And he's asking... Jen Zuckerberg, Saki, he's asking her, so why are you mandating that American citizens have to have a shot in order to work or go to school or blah, 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 blah. But people coming across the southern border don't have to do that. And so at the end of it, what happens? Well, at the end of it, she admits, you're right. We're going to mandate it unlawfully, unconstitutionally. And Joe Biden said in his speech the other night he has the authority to do this. No, he doesn't. It's nowhere in our Constitution that he has any authority regarding science or health, any of that stuff. Neither does the Congress to write legislation that would force us to do that. None of it. But at the end of this, at the end of this little interview, not an interview, it's a White House press conference. He asked her. So you're going to make citizens take this shot, but not these immigrants coming across the southern border, and she goes correct and they're not going to make they're probably not going to make the Afghanis take it either. But let me tell you something. they don't have the authority to make you take it either. And what we 're up against is a battle of wills. How much are you going to resist? What are you willing to lay down? in order that you might stand up? Are you willing to lay down that job? Because if you take that jab, you might not be there next week to, to keep that job, or next year, or that day. What are you willing to lay down? Are you willing to lay down that pursuit after the higher education, which is just going to basically end up rotting your brain in today's culture anyway? It's not education, it's indoctrination. It's indoctrination. So that you can just become tens of thousands of dollars more in debt and work to bust that table instead of using whatever you're supposed to get a degree in? Are you willing to give that up to take the stand against the tyrants? See, you gotta start thinking about that now. It's gonna be too late to think about it when you're confronted with it. You gotta be thinking about that now. Matter of fact, you should have been thinking about that two years ago. Seeing how this stuff has encroached all over the world. And we're seeing it in places like Australia, the UK other places throughout uh, Europe. And the people over there are to the point where they're out in the streets by the millions. I've got some videos there. We've even got a young man. I love this guy. This is a video that went up. Um, don't exactly know where he is. But he's obviously in a big city somewhere, it seems like. And I thought, it was some heroes don't wear capes. They just quietly stand up for freedom like this guy. And this guy's going around, and he's getting store owners to let him put... Signs that he's made in their windows that say, we serve anybody, vaccinated or unvaccinated. I like them apples. He's winning them over one by one. And then he's he's telling them to basically let the fruit of their repentance show and stick it in their windows. And he's got a bunch, this guy here. I wish I could play you the video. so you. I probably could play you the video so you could see it, because I think there's only just music that's playing with it, but there's that. Then we've got the narrative that's going on now that's saying all these people end up in the hospital. All these people are dying, and they're the unvaccinated. That That was the lie that Joe Biden told the other night. This is the unvaccinated that are getting sick. They're the ones filling up the hospital. They're the ones that are dying. They haven't had the shot. And yet we've got a nurse who's come out, and she's said, eh. Not true. Everybody I've seen who is in the hospital, who is sick and dying, have been, quote unquote, fully vaccinated, end quote. I mean, it's whatever they're telling you, as Bradley says, and I listen to the afternoon sometimes. Sometimes I, I have to go do other things in the midst. But he says, whatever they're telling you, you can almost guarantee, almost guarantee, that the opposite is true. Why? Because they're accustomed to lying just like their daddy. They're their father, the devil. We got some students out there in Manchester, Michigan. Somebody sent me this the other day. Parents go with the students when they go in. There's a mask mandate. They all pop. They get with the sheriff. The sheriff says, I'm not putting masks on people. (laughs) I'm not going to deal with this. This is their policy. They can deal with it. So all the kids line up at the door, and whoever the guy is at the door, I don't know if it's a principal or a teacher. He's some kind of person in the faculty. He's like sitting there with his mask on with his uh, sidekick over there next to the door. And the parents tell the kids, go on in. They can do nothing to you. And the kids start just making their way into the building. That's how you do it. You just resist them. You defy them. You tell them, no, I'm not going to do it. You have no authority to tell me to do it, nor to make me do it. I Again, I'm happy to see this. Because I'm going to tell you, a lot of Christians, people call themselves Christians in the society today, don't know how to do that. They think, well... We're just supposed to be polite and kind. We are supposed to be kind. There's no question about that. We're supposed to have compassion on people and things of that nature. There's no question about that. But we're not to roll over to them at every quirk they have. And if that means telling them off to go do what we need to do, then we need to tell them off and go do what we need to do. Now, I wish these parents would just take their kids out of the indoctrination centers, but at least in this instance, they taught their kids one thing. Stand up and defy tyranny. Good for you parents on that. Good for you parents on that. Now, before Cody called, I was just going to touch on some of the things that I talked about this week. We started off the week um, in the mornings, the morning show, and we talked about failing to correct and deal with lawbreakers only leads to more lawlessness. Now, we're talking about, we're cel- or not celebrating, we're observing a major psyop that happened in 2001. And was not just an attack on those people then and there. It became an attack on the American people over the past two decades. And our government used our money unlawfully and used our military unlawfully to go into other countries And to murder, yeah, probably some bad guys, but a lot of innocent people too. They're still doing it. They're still doing it. And because we didn't deal with the criminals then, nor over the past two decades, the same kind of criminals, and some of them are the same ones from then, are still committing the same crimes. So on Monday, I brought Dr. Anthony Fauci on. And I, not on the show, but I obviously played the video here. And we went back in time, and we went back 10 years, and we showed you how he tried to pull this off, what they're doing now, 10 years ago, and they shut it down. And then we showed you in 1983 what he did with the issue of AIDS and killing off the patients with AZT. We'll get back to that in just a moment. Other side of the break, 1-866-582-9933, SonsOfLibertyRadio.com, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Hang on.
2: Take Jake's advice. Give federal tax management a phone call. If they help me, they can help anybody. Call the Federal Tax Management Hotline now. 800 503 8625. 800 503
4: 8625. 800 503
5: 8625. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today.
7: Radio News. I'm Brad Bernards. Kamala Harris delivered remarks on Saturday to commemorate the 20th anniversary of the Islamic terror attack. Harris attacked Americans and made the Muslims victims in her 9-11 speech.
0: We
5: saw after 9-11 how fear can be used to sow division in our nation. As Sikh and Muslim Americans were targeted because of how they looked or how they worshipped.
7: On Friday, Biden marked the 20th anniversary by blasting Americans and praising Islam as the religion of peace. Novak Djokovic is one victory away from making history in professional male tennis following a semifinals victory on Friday. The Serbian native is now set to complete his quest and become the first calendar year Grand Slam winner in 52 years. This is USA Radio News. An eyewitness describes the street scene to WNBC-TV as the South Tower collapses 20 years ago.
1: You mentioned that you saw people on the road outside
10: of the building. Explain that scene.
5: I, I saw um, there's maybe about 30 or 40 people uh, covered with
8: bandages and blood. It looks like a lot of them were either on the floor of one of the exchanges. There's actually, oh, my God! Oh, my God! Oh, my God!
3: i not sure exactly what happened, but it was another explosion on the far side of one of the buildings from where we're standing.
1: The, ver- the, the reverberation and another explosion on the right-hand side.
7: A jury in Colorado on Friday convicted former NFL player Justin Bannon of attempted first-degree murder, prosecutors confirmed. Jurors also found Bannon guilty of attempted second-degree murder and assault, the Boulder County District Attorney's Office said. Sentencing is scheduled to take place on November 5th. First-degree attempted murder has a maximum sentence of 48 years. This is USA Radio News.
1: If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling. How to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at mysolarbackup.com. The Sons of Liberty, 1
3: 866 582 9933. If you want to call in, you got half an hour to do it. Don't wait till the last minute. Um, okay, so. Real quickly, uh, we were asked in the chat, and I just let you know, are you right wing or the left wing? And no, We're not any of those wings. Because you got to ask yourself, if you're on the right, what are you the right of? If you're on the left, what are you to the right of, or to the left of? You're to the right of the law, or you're to the left of the law. Jesus says, you let the blind follow the blind, and what will happen? They'll go into the ditch, and where's the ditch? It's on either side of the straight and narrow. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. It's on either side of the straight and narrow. Joshua was told not to turn to the right or the left, but to keep your eyes forward on the commands of God. So that's that's where we are. That's that, at least that's where we try to be. If we're if we stray off, then we need to be called back in. We need to be corrected in that. That's what we long for. That's true love to do that kind of thing. Okay. So just wanted to let you know. I, I know it's a it's an it's a question. I, I don't know if if uh, our friend in there is new to the show or whatever. But just letting you know. Uh, we are the the ones who seek to be on the straight and narrow. We're not looking to be on the right or the left, if you want to label us that. Because it's really funny, because during the years of Trump, when we were very critical of Donald Trump, we were called leftists, communists, liberals all kinds of weird stuff, and I said, just hang on, once they put Biden in there, you're going to be our friend again, and sure enough, (laughs) that's what happened with a lot of people, they come be our friend again, because we're not touching their golden calf, and that's what it is, is political idolatry, and until until that idol is smashed, you're going to continue on in that, and that's why the Sons of Liberty not just speak about these things um, in the sense of we tell you the, the news of the day and talk about these kinds of things, we point you back to the remedy for our sinfulness, which is lawlessness. John says sin is transgression of the law. And so we want to be those who are not only repenting ourselves, but calling others to repent and to follow the Lord Jesus, even as we follow him as well. Now, with that said, I spoke about Anthony Fauci. We were cut off a little bit early, but uh, you know, this thing went back ten years the is there. I'm going to have the link up so you can check it out. But then in 1983, the AIDS epidemic hit, and Fauci lied about that, just like he's doing now with the convids. And then he took and he reintroduced a drug they knew was deadly called AZT for quote-unquote treatment of people with AIDS, and it was killing them faster than the AIDS was. I'm telling you right now, Anthony Fauci is nothing more than a Nazi murderer. That's what he is. He's following right in the footsteps of these guys. It wouldn't surprise me if we start doing a little digging back in there. We're going to find out some family members are tied there, too. Definitely some of the money ties are. There's no question about that. So that was on Monday. On Tuesday, we talked about when the state thinks your children are theirs. And specifically, we were honing in on a story that we had covered before And this was that a court sets an ominous, unlawful precedent. It strips mom of parental rights for not taking COVID, quote-unquote, vaccine. The shot. This was a lady by the name of Rebecca Furlitt. This is out of Chicago, Illinois. Ladies and gentlemen, in that area, Cook County. He's a Cook County judge. James Shapiro issued this. Now, what I understand is he walked it back, but let me tell you something. He only walked it back because of the hue and outcry of the people. You people in Cook County, you need to begin right now to impeach this man and to bring him up on charges. You need to impeach him now before he does it to your kids. That's why impeachment is so important, and then you need to follow it up with prosecution against him Because he stripped her of her parental rights, took away her kid. Because mom wouldn't have the shot. He has no authority to demand that of her. Same thing goes for the criminals, too. You know, they're trying to push it on the criminals in jail. they got to have the shot. That's a crime, too. Just because somebody has been put in jail doesn't mean that you get to stick them with an experimental shot. We moved up into Thursday, and we were talking about last day's madness. Actually, that was Friday. And Thursday, we dealt with an article You know, that sadly was put on Health Impact News. And we refer to Health Impact News. A lot of good information over there as far as what's going on with this whole COVID stuff and the shots and things. Really good. But there was an article put up, Jesus repeatedly broke the law and told others to do the same. The biblical basis for righteous resistance. Well, that doesn't even go together. If Jesus is breaking the law, and he tells others to do the same, um, what did Jesus tell us to do? The one who teaches to break the law, they're the what? Least in the kingdom. Isn't that what Jesus said? That's right. That's what he said. So you're telling me the king of the kingdom taught other people to break the law. And if you believe that, that makes Jesus a lawbreaker, which means He's not the lamb without spot or blemish, the perfect sacrifice for sinners. And that means there is no sacrifice for sin, and that means you're still in your sins and you're going to die in them if you believe that way. And so we had to go through the Scriptures and point this out from the Old Testament to the New Testament. In fact, it was reiterated over and over and over. Let me give you a couple of these passages here of just how perfect Jesus was. He was without sin, without any law-breaking, without any lawlessness, both in his deed, in his speech, in his heart. He loved God perfectly the way God said to love him, in Deuteronomy chapter 6, with his heart, soul, mind, and strength. Here's what Scripture has to say about that. Second Corinthians 5.21, For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be the righteousness of God in him. In other words, we had Christ's sinfulness, or sinlessness, his righteousness, imputed to us, and the psalmist David said, Blessed is the man that God does not impute his sin. We had His righteousness imputed to us, and on the cross our sin was imputed to Him, and that's how He was able to pay for our sin. Hebrews 4.15, For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weakness, he's talking about Jesus, but one who has been tempted in all things as we are, yet without sin. We're told in 1 Peter 2, 21, 25 For even un- hereunto were ye called, because Christ had also suffered for us, leaving us an example that ye should follow in His steps, who did no sin, neither was guile found in His mouth, who when he was reviled, reviled not again? When he suffered, he threatened not, but committed himself to him that judgeth righteously, who his own self bare our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes ye were healed. For ye were as sheep going astray, but are now returned unto the shepherd and the bishop of your souls. That's the Jesus I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the Islamic Jesus. They just think he's a prophet. Not even talking about the sick Jesus. He's just a good man. He's a prophet. Jesus said, unless you believe that I am, he's referencing the I am that brought the children of Israel that spoke to Moses and said, you tell them I am sent you. He brought the children out of Israel. He gave them the Ten Commandments. He brought them in the Promised Land. This is the I am we're talking about. He says, unless you believe that I am, you will die in your sins. You'll die in your sins. First John three, five, you know that he appeared in order to take away sins, and in him there is no sin. And Peter tells us in 1 Peter 1, verses 18 and 19, he says, Knowing that you were not redeemed with perishable things like silver and gold from your futile way of life inherited from your forefathers, but with the precious blood as of a lamb, unblemished and spotless, the blood of Christ. If you are a Christian, you weren't purchased with dirty, filthy, lucre money that we carry around. You weren't even purchased with gold and silver, even if you clean it up, it's nice and shiny. You weren't even purchased with that. You weren't even purchased with the the hard work of men and women. You were purchased with the death of the Son of God. The death of the Son of God, and so we had to correct this. And then, in moving with that, we went into Matthew twenty three. And in Matthew twenty-three, one of the things that we saw there is that Jesus goes into the Pharisees. And by the way, those of you who think Jesus was just little meekly Jesus, and he kind of spoke to everybody like this, and he, um, you know, he he was really nice, and he, you know, he kind of just he, he he didn't he didn't want to push the issue of the death penalty, and which you know he obviously did in the book of Mark. He says when a son is dishonoring his mother and father. Isn't that worthy of death? He reiterates these things all the time. He reiterates what the law is because that's what he came to fulfill, not to take it away. Every jot and every tittle. No, Jesus goes in and he lays it on the religious hypocrites of the day. Over and over and over. I'm going to run out of time before I get to read all this, but let me give you a flavor of what he said. But woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites... Ye shut up the kingdom of heaven against men, for you neither go in yourselves, neither suffer ye them that are entering to go in. Then he says, he calls them hypocrites again. You devour widows' houses, and for a pretense make long prayers, therefore ye shall receive greater damnation. He calls them hypocrites again, and he pronounces judgment. That's what woe means, it's a judgment unto you. For ye compass sea and land to make one proselyte, one convert. And when he is made, you make him twofold and more the child of hell than yourselves." It comes down again, calls them blind guides. Whosoever shall swear by the he says which say whosoever shall swear by the temple it is nothing. But whoever shall swear by the gold of the temple, he is a debtor. See, that's that lawyerese kind of talk coming through there. He comes down and he calls them fools and blinds, uh, blind people again. Uh, he he reiterates what's going on. He comes down and calls them hypocrites again. They tied the little seeds and everything else, but they've left off law, judgment, mercy, and faith, and they should have been doing both. We're going to have more in the final segment here, One eight six six five eight two nine nine three three. If you want to call in, dot com. Hang on for the final segment. Be right back.
2: At the Sons of Liberty, we are in the trenches doing what it takes to protect our liberty. If you are already supporting our work as a son or daughter of liberty, we cannot say thank you enough. Together, we are having a positive impact on the future of this country we all love so much. If you have not yet partnered with us financially, we ask you today to consider becoming a son or daughter of liberty. Call one 866 233 or online at sonsoflibertyradio.com. Be a part of the team that brings responses like this.
0: Hi, this is Dan Pillow of TaxHelpOnline.com. You know, our Christian heritage is under attack from every direction so it's never been more important for Christians to understand our heritage and the truth about American history. I can't think of a better place to get this important knowledge than from Bradley Dean. The Sons of Liberty radio show and SonsOfLiberty.com bring you the important lessons of history that the left is working to scrub out of existence.
2: Become a son or daughter of liberty at SonsOfLibertyRadio.com We've all seen, and perhaps use the
6: alcohol-based hand sanitizers. Have you noticed how it dries your skin, And as soon as the alcohol evaporates, it's no longer effective. GCNteam.com has alcohol-free antibacterial soap and foam meeting or exceeding all requirements set forth by the United States Food and Drug Administration. Come to GCNteam.com, keyword antibacterial, or call 877-878-4203.
9: We are GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. We've got listeners, lots of them. Around the world, around the clock, our listeners do what listeners do. They listen. And you know what listeners got? Needs. Needs for your products, your services, and money to buy those needs. With our network of over 1,000 radio stations, streaming on the web, and our satellite transmissions, we're reaching our listeners with quality conservative programming. But there's something our listeners don't have. Your offer to meet their needs. Any business needs buyers, but if our listeners don't hear your message, they're still going to buy what they need, just not from your business. So let's fix this. Tell us about your business, then let our super creative department go to work to craft just the right message for our GCN listeners. Get started today with GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. Just shoot us an email, advertise at GCNlive.com.
2: Do you want to give you and your loved ones premium nutrition right now? Hi. I'm Jamel Bookaboo from TeamGaday.com and the GCN Longevity Health Team. Get your premium nutrition formulated by world-renowned naturopathic doctor, Dr. Joel Wallach at Wholesale, or also become a distributor and earn income while supporting this broadcast. Go to TeamGaday.com via the shopping cart or contact form, and I'll get back to you with support personally. That's TeamGaday.com with Longevity. Teamgaday.com.
3: Alright, welcome back to the Sons of Liberty, final segment here, 1-866-582-9933, now's the time to call in, don't call in at last minute, I won't be able to take the call, okay? So, let's pick up here real quickly, and then we're going to jump into the last part, and I'm going to tie it all together with what's going on, okay? So, Jesus is speaking here in Matthew 23, He tells, he, He's laying out the judgment, Okay? The the, the Pharisees, the scribes, all of the teachers who would come to him and try to trap him, none of them were able to catch him breaking the law. None of them. And if you remember, they tried to get witnesses against him, and they couldn't even get that to work. And you know what they did? They condemned him for the truth. They put him under oath, under charge. You need to speak, the high priest said. Are you really the son of God? He says, it is as you say. And they said, see, he's committed blasphemy. He was telling them the truth, they just didn't want to hear it. They knew who He was. Make no mistake, they knew who He was. And they wanted Him gone. So we come into Matthew 23, near the end, and here's what we see. I told you this in the first hour. He says, Ye serpents, ye generation of vipers. Now I know some people listening will say, Oh, that sounds very unchristlike to say something like that to somebody. Uh, It was Christ who said it. (laughs) How can ye escape the damnation of hell? Wherefore, behold, I send unto you prophets and wise men and scribes, and some of them ye shall kill and crucify, and some of them ye shall scourge in your synagogues and persecute them from city to city, that upon you may come all the righteous blood shed upon the earth from the blood of righteous Abel unto the blood of Zechariah, son of Berechiah, whom you slew between the temple and the altar. Verily I say unto you, all these things shall come upon... What? This generation, not generations out in mine in your future on that generation. And it did. And he comes down as he leaves. he, He tells them, I wanted to gather you, but you would not. I want to gather your children, but you would not. He's talking about the leaders keeping Jesus from reaching the people in Jerusalem. And he says, you guys wouldn't allow it. You were in my way the whole time. You were fighting me the whole time. So behold, remember when he went in the temple the first time, and even the second time, he called it his father's house. Remember that? My father's house is to be a house of prayer, but you made it a den of thieves. Now he says, it's your house. Your house is left to you desolate. For I say unto you... Ye shall not see me henceforth till ye say, Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. And what does that lead us to? Well, that leads us right into Matthew chapter 24, where everybody just rips this out of its context and says, We're living in the last days. It's the last days here. And I'm not mocking anybody. I'm simply trying to stay in the context. And what do we find? Jesus went out. He went out from where? From pronouncing the judgments on these guys, the Pharisees. In Matthew 23, he departed from the temple. His disciples show him the buildings of the temple. I'm going to paraphrase some things so we can get through this quicker. Jesus says in verse 2, he says, See these things, verily I say unto you, who? The disciples, not me and you, to the disciples. There shall not be left here one stone upon another. And they were just building that temple. That's Herod's temple. It wasn't completed until just before 70 A.D. And then it was destroyed by the Romans. There's not going to be one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. And why did that happen? Well, we went through this the other day. The reason it happened was, one, the rebelliousness of the people not to embrace the Messiah. They could look in the sky and they could tell you whether it was going to rain or not, but they didn't know the time of their visitation, Jesus said. And so what happened? Jesus made a sacrifice. We went through the book of Hebrews. Jesus made a sacrifice one time. Unlike the priests who were doing it day in and day out, never sitting down. There weren't any chairs in the temple because their work was never done. And if the Bible says, Hebrews says, he went and he made one sacrifice and he sat down at the right hand of God, having obtained eternal redemption. Come on, somebody else say amen to that. He actually obtained what people say they can give you through money and this, that, and the other, which they can't give you. Only one person can give you eternal redemption and that is Christ Jesus. And so he comes out and he says, it's going to all be done away with, guys. I know you think it's a glorious building and everything, and it is, but the fact of the matter is, it's going to be ripped down. And why is that? Again, rebelliousness, and two, he had completed the work God had sent him for. There was no need for a temple anymore. There was no need for the sacrificial system anymore. There was no need for any of those types and shadows and pictures and all that other stuff. Why? Because the reality was there. And let me show you what I'm talking about if you don't know what I'm talking about. If you're walking towards a corner of a building like this, and you're coming up, and the sun is coming on the other side of the building, and somebody is walking down that side, are you going to see them first, or are you going to see their shadow first on the ground? We're going to see their shadow. The sun's behind them. It's going to cast a shadow in front of them. So as they're getting near the corner, that long shadow is going to stretch out and then it's going to get tighter and tighter. And you know that somebody's fixing to come around the corner. And then you see the reality of what that shadow was only a picture of. It was just letting you know somebody's coming. Well, the same thing happened here. Jesus was foretold all through the Old Testament scriptures. The shadows were there. And they knew there was a time frame. If you read Daniel chapter 9, they lay a time frame. And in that time frame, Jesus shows up and he says, You don't know the time of your visitation, and he does all the things you see in Daniel chapter 9. This is where a lot of people get off. Daniel chapter 9 is not about an Antichrist, and Antichrist isn't even mentioned in there, by the way. Isn't mentioned. Antichrist is only mentioned in two books of the Bible, first and second John. It's not mentioned in the book of Revelation, by the way. For all of you who want to translate it over in there, it's not. It's not mentioned in Second Thessalonians. It's not mentioned in First Thessalonians. It's only in First and Second John, and it lays it out that if you're a person that denies that Jesus came in the flesh, and since John said that God or Jesus is God John one one John one three, if you don't believe in that doctrine, you are an antichrist. And we know there's a lot of them. They take a lot of religious names unto themselves, but that's who they are. So Jesus gets here. Let me break it down real quick. He comes out and he says, or he comes out to the Mount of Olives. After this has happened, the disciples came unto him privately telling, t- saying, Tell us, when shall these things be, and what shall be the sign of thy coming and the end of the world? Or the proper translation would be the end of the age. There's an age that is to come. Okay? So he, he tells them, or they're asking him this. Now remember, he's already told his disciples he's going to Jerusalem. He's going to be brought before the chief priests and the elders. He's going to be flogged. He's going to be killed. But the third day, he's going to rise again. Nope, don't worry about it, guys. This is what's going to happen. I'm letting you know. Do the disciples believe that? Nope, they still think he's going to be king over some kind of physical kingdom here and kick out the Romans and all this. They still think that. So they are not looking for some second coming somewhere, but they do understand he's talking about judgment. And so this is what the sign of thy coming is. He's coming in judgment. And you can see this all in the Old Testament when God judges Uh, you have all this imagery, stars falling from the sky, moon and sun going dark. You can see it with Babylon. You can see it with other uh, nations in the Old Testament. That imagery is there. Does anybody really think the sun, moon, and stars were falling out of the sky? No, it has to do with this is their way of life. This is their governance. It's all going to be torn down, and something new is going to be put in its place. Okay? So he gives them some things. Don't be deceived. There's many Christs. There's many people coming in my name. We looked at some of those the other day. Again, I'll have the links for the shows if you want to go through them. I think it's very necessary. This is one of the biggest things Okay, that has hamstrung the church, this dispensational rapturistic stuff where you're ripping stuff out of context instead of looking at the context. He says there's wars and rumors of wars. There's nation against nation, kingdom against kingdom, famines, pestilence, earthquakes in diverse places. And and newspaper theologists or theologians today, what they do is, oh, see all the stuff happening today? Well, yeah, stuff's happening today. It is. But I took you to Scripture and showed you what was going on in the book of Acts, just like he said it would. And we know in AD 70, it ultimately ended with the the siege and the destruction of Jerusalem. He says, these are beginning of sorrows. He talks about, you will be delivered. Who? The disciples he's talking to. They're the ones asked the question, right? And they shall kill you, and you'll be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended, and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall rise, and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall grow cold. But he that shall endure until the end, the same shall be saved. Now there's other things there. The gospel of the kingdom be preached. I showed you in Acts where Paul said that had been done in the first century. And then the end shall come. Well, what end? What end's going to come? The end of that age. The end of that old covenant system. And we looked at the writer of the book of Hebrews says that's passing away so the new can take its place. If you're a person out there and you're excited about some kind of temple going on in a post stamp piece of land in modern-day geopolitical Antichrist Israel, you don't understand the work of Christ. If you're excited about sacrifices, you don't understand the work of Christ. And Christ did not come here to lose. He came here for victory. 1 Corinthians 15, subduing all his enemies under his feet. You say, what does that have to do with what we're looking at? The reason that we are facing the tyranny right now is because the people of God don't believe what God did. In Jesus Christ. And they don't believe he's victorious. Oh, they say it with their mouth, but their hearts are doing something else. We can turn this thing around if we will be Christ unto the people and unto the tyrants and bring them to justice. I hope I made the point. I got a little rush there at the end, but I hope you get the point. People of God, stand up. You can win the day if you fight the battle in Jesus' name. Have a great weekend. See you Monday morning at 6 a.m. Adios.
11: the sounds of someone taking their eyes off the road. Texting while driving is more than distracting. It's dangerous. Do yourself a favor. Do us all a favor. When you're on the road, stay off the phone. A message from CTIA.